Hey, hey, everybody. Episode number 73. So, uh, there's been a little delay with my episodes here, and there's been a lot of reasons why. <laughs> so, we're just gonna go through some of them reasons really quick. Reason number one. Last week, I was gonna have Sam back on the show, and uh, we were gonna get her in there, and we were gonna talk about my raffle stuff and, uh, and whatnot. And uh, unfortunately, um, some places right here at my house, not so bad, but some places right here within probably 30, 40 miles, uh, we got five feet of snow. <laughs> so it was a, uh, it was a shutdown season for the week. Winter came all at once, all at once. So that kind of that kind of caused some problems for us but we uh so with that i had internet that went down i had all kinds of stuff that was going on um it was it was such a bad week but so i and i was trying to get something out there at least just something on my own and then just it wasn't working every time i get in here and load up my program and stuff and start doing my thing the internet would blank out or the the power would surge or something for a minute and reset the computer it was just it was a nightmare i apologize for it so but but i was trying to get something out i was thinking about y'all i really was thinking about everybody so but no i uh so this episode this episode is gonna be kind of so the last episode was kind of a little interlude and uh being as i don't have sam today um I'm going to kind of bring everybody up par on kind of where we're at at the end, but it's going to be kind of a, another little, uh, intermission thing here. So snow, I don't know who out there is listening that got snow or has snow. I know I've got some people from Australia that are listening to this that are probably like, uh, what the heck is that? You know, so it's like, we're in the outback. We're, uh, boxing kangaroos and stuff and it's 98 degrees here we don't know what you're talking about but no so we we definitely got some snow but i was it was funny because i'm down at the bus stop and and there's stuff that happens that just really doesn't make sense to me sometimes and one of those things that just doesn't make sense from time to time is school days school days particularly particularly the uh snow days okay i, I don't get it <laughs> so this is what i don't get about it we will have late starts on days where it's plumb fine outside it might be a little cold but the wind ain't blowing and uh it's a little chilly okay and then on days that like uh i believe it was thursday wednesday or thursday the school bus shows up to pick up the kids and we watch the school bus it was like a scene from some arctic documentary film on national geographic like just this white out cloud of this wall of white and the school bus just kind of comes out of the wall, stops, sets the brakes. The kids 
climb onto the bus. <laughs> We're sitting there like, this thing's really running today. <laughs> like, they're actually going to put these kids on this bus and drive to town. And then it leaves and like within a couple bus lengths, it just kind of disappears into another wall of white. But we had a we had a late start <laughs> on uh, the day that it was actually kind of decent outside. So it was actually funny because the day that they had the late start at the beginning of the week, at the normal time of the day, it was really nice. I got up that morning at the regular time and I like, looked outside and it was calm and not too bad, you know. There's like a little tiny skiff of snow. But it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad at all. I looked out there and I thought, well, heck, why is the bus not? Why is the bus running late by a couple hours? Like, usually they do that, you know, if they're like, if there's something, if it's going to be nasty out or it's going to be like super cold right off the bat in the morning, they'll give the kids like a little extra time for it to warm up out so it's just not so harsh. But this day it wasn't bad. But then 9.30 rolls around when the bus is running. By then, this storm had set in. And, uh, yeah. Like, it's like, yeah, we're going to delay this until the storm is here. Because we want to make sure we drive these kids to school in the nasty conditions. We can't be having it go smooth. <laughs> you know, so. So, no, that's just kind of how it, how it played out. I'll never understand who makes those decisions and what they base the decisions on because I kind of get it on that first day they were that storm was supposed to set in heavy the night before and they made the made the call to start late um, the night before because they they were trying to predict it and I, and I and I do get that I do get that but then on the days like I said days where it's like the snow is blowing so bad there's like drifts going over vehicles and and you can't see a dang thing and stuff. And on those days, you know, we run a normal show. <laughs> but, but yeah. And then they must have knew they messed up that day because that that bus left late, and it came back early. <laughs> so, so it was it was one of them deals. But it is what it is. It is what it is. Kids made it to school and back safe, and that's what matters. So. But I do remember back when I was a kid. So I grew up on a ranch. Okay, and the, the first, the first few years of my life, you know, up until I was about seven or eight years old, I was living in town. We spent a lot of time out on the ranch, uh, but we were living in town, and at that time, and my mom, her family's ranch, uh, was just outside of, outside of uh, Upton, Wyoming. And I was living in Upton, so we lived, and we were we were like classy people. Okay, we very classy. We lived in a trailer court, <laughs> but not just any trailer court. The trailer court. No, that. No, this we lived in a trailer court. So it, it was it was it was kind of a, it was kind of a fun environment. So we, I had a good friend, uh, that lived up the street. A couple of good friends lived right up the street in the same trailer court. Well, one of my friends was on the edge of the trailer court. They lived in a house. Okay, so he was he was already higher class than we were. But 
He had a gate in his backyard that came into our trailer court, and we would ride bikes. Riding bikes, that was the big deal. Like, thinking back on it, I cannot believe nobody died when we were kids. Like, I, routine was jump. How many how many kids can we line up in the street? We'll set up a ramp and see how many of them we can jump. Do you realize how much it would have sucked to catch a 20-inch bike tire in the middle of the chest? coming off it jumped i mean i can't believe nobody died <laughs> so but that was our lifestyle you know and then you know in, in the in the winter time uh there wasn't a whole lot happening there one thing that we did was a, a friend of mine that lived across the alley from me his name was michael haynes he was pretty awesome and then uh my my friend that lived in the house down there michael lived in a house too but uh so they were my two upper class guys, <laughs> but they, uh, those two guys, they're, they were fun. They were a lot of fun. You know, we'd have big snowball fights and stuff, and then we'd actually build igloos. So we'd build this pile of snow and we'd pack it in there really cool. And, uh, we'd, we'd spray it down with spray bottles at night and let it freeze. So it was nice and hardened up and then it would freeze we'd crawl in there the next day and start chiseling the center of it out and we'd make these snow forts. It was a lot of fun, like really cool stuff. Like, but then I, I get to thinking in my adult days, something that we used to do is we would, the city would plow up the snow into these ginormous piles. Like these piles, I remember some of them were every bit as, as high as, as some of the two story houses. They were there and we'd build these tunnels into these things as kids you know we're seven eight nine years old out there digging these tunnels into these big snow piles and nowadays it's like it's like uh you think about it and you think about some of the stuff that that goes on like i can't believe at some point in my life growing up it wasn't like top news that some kid got buried in a snow pile collapsing. <laughs> like, it just, I don't know, man. It's, uh, I think back to those days and it was, it was, uh, just something else. It was just something else. But man, it was so awesome. <laughs> like, I honestly, like, I was telling a buddy of mine because he sent me a video of this crazy bike wreck. And, uh, my buddy Austin he sends me this video of this wreck and I remember this wreck because I had that wreck when I was a kid the only thing is is now that I'm in my late 30s watching this wreck I'm sitting there like man I did the same thing but this might explain some of the problems I have today <laughs> so I mean it very well could be a uh, part of the responsible edge of of why I have issues <laughs> So, uh, but no, I don't know. I remember as a kid, man, I wrecked this, I wrecked my bike and I had a few pretty cool bikes and, uh, man, we were, we were all about jumping them and the movie rad was out. So it was like, we were all like wanting in on that stuff. We were all racers. I, I had a piece of cardboard taped to the handlebars of my bike with a racing number on it. So and that's just, that's, that was my lifestyle. Uh, crew jones was all of our heroes you know it was just like that 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 was the lifestyle we lived but i remember 
in that movie, one of the biggest things, the biggest things ever was the fact that he does a backflip on this BMX bike. The coolest thing we'd ever seen was somebody do a backflip. We're like, holy crap, that's impossible. So automatically, you know, we have to try this. <laughs> and I remember the first time I tried it. And the second, third, and 20th times that I tried it. I was not successful with the backflip. I always would get halfway upside down, let go of the bike, land on my back, knock the wind out of myself, lay there and, and sob and stuff. And tell my friends, man, just tell my mom that I loved her. You know, my last words, because I literally thought I was dying a few times. But I remember doing this. And, uh, and then, you know, it's kind of funny that in my adult ages, I've always had breathing problems <laughs> and, uh, and problems with my lungs. And then I have something like this happen with Guillaume Beret and my lungs and stuff just can't handle, uh, a ventilator that well, you know, so I was blowing them up all the time. So I kind of wonder, you know, if maybe all of that trauma when I was a kid, you know, like how many times should we have actually went to the hospital? you know but routine was you'd go home you'd push your bike home and your mom's looking at you and it's like yeah you're standing a little lopsided or one arm's now shorter than the other or one eye droops a little further than the other after smacking your head on a block of firewood wrecking your bmx bike like we walked it off man eat your tomato soup and grilled cheese and go to bed type of deal you know that's that was it we didn't go to the doctor you know, now kids go to the doctor all the time, but then working up stuff like what we seen the other day with the buses running, you know, they, we do our best to protect our kids. But then I think back to when I was a kid on the ranch riding a bus, um, it was, uh, it was kind of interesting, you know, because these guys, you know, they try to wait for nice roads and, and stuff like that. But our bus was like a 1988 Chevy Suburban. That was our school bus at the ranch. Or that came out to the ranch. I had like a handful of like uh, good friends that I'm still friends with today that lived out there by the ranch. You know, we, we were all kind of like our own little ranch family. And, uh, and uh, I remember getting in that bus and we'd take off in this bus and they always put really good tires on this bus. I remember those tires were like, when I was old enough to drive, I always wanted the tires off the bus for my, for my pickups. Cause they always put the biggest and the best tires on this bus. But I remember we had, we'd roll up there and I, our, uh, <laughs> our bus driver, his name was Tom Rothlutner. He was, he was an awesome guy. He ran a little parts store and mechanic shop there in Upton called the TNR. And he was, he was one of the big head guys with the fire department for a long time. And, and then he was my bus driver and he was just, he was a great, great guy, great guy. And, uh, a very entertaining guy. Me and Tom, we'd have, we have all kinds of, I, I usually sat up front and so I, I'd sit up front and I'd just usually conversate with Tom all the way to school and back. But I remember Tom, man, we'd be rolling down that county road and we'd roll up to a snowdrift that was 
however deep, five, six foot deep drift out in the middle of the dang county road. And he'd like ease into it just, just a little bit to see just how hard the snow was and you know, how much he was going to have to get it. And then he'd, he'd turn around and tell everybody to hang on as he was backing back up, man. Cause we're going to back up a couple hundred feet and we're getting a run at this thing. <laughs> we, we'd blow through these drifts. Sometimes we'd make it. Sometimes we wouldn't. But by gosh, we tried everything we had and we had fun doing it. And that's just how it was. But, uh, man, <laughs> yeah, snow days, you know, and then our buses, you know, they never really pull right up to the house. I mean, they did, but they didn't depending on who was driving. If we had sub drivers and stuff, I mean, that was a little different, but I don't know how many times our school bus got stuck in my mom and dad's driveway. It was a lot, but, and then. Uh, Tom would get out and shovel snow. I don't know how many times Tom would get out and shovel snow. But, or there was a couple times we put on tire chains. And uh, I remember, you know, back then, I used to be able junior high, I'd get out of the bus and I'd help him shovel snow or help put tire chains on or something. And uh, nowadays, it's like, gosh, kids can't do that stuff can't do that stuff they're not allowed to get out of that bus and help the driver because uh you know the driver puts the dang thing on the jack wrong or something falls over smashes somebody's kid well life's over for for everybody then you know so it's just uh it's it nobody has a sense of risk in their life anymore but i get it i get it you know because i have kids and, and i am kind of protective of them so i i am very thankful for some of the uh, the overcautionate stuff that we see these days. It's like, okay, yeah, you know, that could have went bad. So I'm kind of thankful that you took the steps to where going bad wasn't even an option, you know? I mean, my, my kid's kind of a wimp these days, but uh, he's still alive. <laughs> so, no, no, it's great. I, gosh, I miss those days, though. I miss those days. I used to spend... Uh, so much time we had this huge hill right out in front of our house and I'd snowboard down that hill and I remember I'd stack up piles of wood and that way it could snow on them I'd stack these piles of wood up before the snow came in and I'd like pre-build ramps and jumps and stuff and it was kind of cool so but man I used to love that stuff but I I remember I had some nasty gnarly wrecks on a snowboard and uh but i survived it you know but survival all kinds of stuff the crazy thing is is so during the snowstorm week it was kind of a uh, kind of a tragic week around here we had kind of a tragic tragic week uh i and i and i knew uh most of the people that uh that i'm talking about here with this fast little summary of what all happened this week so I did have a guy that I know that, that I'd seen around a little bit. And I, I didn't know him. He wasn't like a best friend or anything, but I knew him. And uh, he he wrecked his uh, vehicle on the interstate up here and passed away in an accident. That was like right in the middle of the snowstorm week. And then um, lost another friend of mine to a suicide. That was kind of a bummer deal. And... Uh, and then we had a kid that I know 
Um, and another one, not not one of my good friends or anything, but I know him. We'd, we'd met and talked and did this and that, but he, uh, he got shot and passed away, sadly. Like, I, just a bummer deal. And then um, on Thursday of the snowstorm week, there was a guy out at Keyhole. Keyhole is like, in our area, that's when we say we're going to the lake, Keyhole is the lake. Okay, it's a reservoir. It's located over between uh, Moorcroft, Wyoming, and Devil's Tower. Okay, it's kind of sitting right out there. A little town called Pine Haven on it. And uh, cool little town, little lake town. Uh, really quiet. Um, lots happening over there during the summertime, though, especially around the 4th of July and stuff. But uh, this time of the year, we start to see ice fishing out there. Well, it got a little colder sooner than it normally does here so and i'm kind of assuming that that might have been some of the influence on on some of the uh decisions made here but these guys they're they're taking these side by sides these utvs out there on the ice and parking them well i am scared of the ice so that's that's actually one of my uh one of my phobias is ice on, on the lakes and, so, and on, on the rivers and stuff. So I don't mess around with that a whole lot. So when I used to ice fish, I was pretty, pretty cautionate about it. There I am. I'm talking about myself back when I was cautionate. This was the one time growing up I didn't mess around because I, I seen white fang. Okay. That wasn't cool. When that, when that dude's dad fell through the ice on the river or the stream there, they, uh, that kind of put an, a permanent setting in my mind that, Hey, that's probably not the best place to be. So that's how I, I kind of live my life. And so one thing that one of my common practices was I never drive anything out on the ice, never drive anything out on the ice because for one, I don't know. I don't know the conditions of it until I get out there and look at it and drill a hole or two. And, and uh, so I usually, typically, always ran on my own rule of thumb, which was I don't go on the ice until after the first of the year, if it's good and cold. I want to give it a little time to get to where it needs to be. Some people drive uh, four wheelers and snowmobiles out on the ice. Four wheeler and snowmobile ain't too bad. You know, five to seven hundred pounds, uh, depending on what you're riding. I think my old four wheeler was only like four hundred and forty pounds or something, but uh, not too bad. But some of these UTVs are heavy, especially the four seaters. Some of them four seaters, they're two thousand pounds. That's literally like driving a small SUV out on the ice, and I just I can't do that stuff. I I don't do that, but. Sadly, one of the ice fishermen that was out there, I think he was out there fishing. He, uh, he was out on a side-by-side -side and he went through the ice. And he managed to get himself out of the ice, or out of the water, back up on the ice. And they had, had rescue coming to help him and stuff. And, uh, three of the local guys, which I, I know, um, um, one of them not real well. Uh, the other, the other two, I, I know um, a little bit. So you you just 
I don't know. It, it sits differently when you know these people, you know. So they're in one of these uh, four-seat uh, UTVs, and they take off out across the lake. And I, the way I'm gathering it, they were trying to help this individual that had went through the ice. Now, granted, this is after dark. It's dark out there. I want to say it was right around 9 o'clock at night. So they're taking off out across the ice and they end up driving off in open water and uh, either they went through a thin thin spot over the current or something I'm not exactly sure the details of that but the sad part about it is one of them three guys had made it out and they went on I believe counting Thursday night it would have been a four day uh, recovery mission to get the other two out and and we lost two guys out there and they and they recovered them uh, on Sunday and uh, sadly we lost two guys so it was a tragic week in my area up here in northeast Wyoming there's a lot happening and there is I mean there's uh four fatal incidents right here in my area fifth one just down south a little ways all within three days all within three days so it was uh it was a bad week for my area and the fact that we're within this is all within the week before christmas week uh that's just sad you know it's sad that that these families have to have to go through um, go through that and, and uh, right before the holiday so definitely if y'all get just a little time and you're saying your prayers and stuff tonight maybe say a little bit just for the families and the friends of these people um, it, it was a brutal week but but it's a new week and we're going to move on and we're going to move forward so um, the uh, plan for the show here is Sam we obviously we, we got to get her on the show because uh, I want to get her in with uh, we got the raffle going on we're at this point in the story where uh, we got the raffle going on we're doing some fundraiser stuff because we're trying to increase my mobility with the chair I'm at this point where I'm driving a little bit but it takes a lot of work to get into the driver's seat and stuff but that part isn't the challenge the part that's the challenge is when I get to where I'm going, like Walmart, I I can't walk around the store and getting into one of them buggies isn't always guaranteed. At that time, Walmart was horrible about it. You'd get in there, I'd get my walker out and we'd walk our way into the entryway of Walmart and then there wouldn't be any of the handicapped buggies. So I'd be like, well, <laughs> screw this. like. I don't know how many times that happened. They've gotten a lot better over the years. So usually when, when I go in there now, if I'm hurting or something, I'll use one of those. And usually there's there's something available. But at this point in time in my story, all I have is my manual chair. So uh, we could fold it up and just throw it in the back seat of the SUV. And so we'd get in and figure out there isn't a buggy. And then like Sam, she'd go back out to the outfit and bring in my manual chair. And I'd wheel around manually, but uh, 
Um, we, we had a lot of fun though when we had those buggies and those were available. If you get on my YouTube, Shane Ankeny, <laughs> there is some video footage in there, but like I said, we used to have a lot of fun at Walmart. Walmart was like the, uh, Walmart was the time killer, you know, and it was before I got sick even for some reason. I don't know what was in our heads, you know, or before I got sick in my late twenties, uh, we'd hang out at Walmart because there just wasn't anything better to do. Like, it's kind of sad to say, but I mean, that that is kind of the reality of it. Go walk around Walmart. Now that I'm in my late 30s, walking around Walmart sounds like hell. I don't care who you are. I have no desire to go walk around Walmart. No desire. So, uh, so yeah, that's kind of my, my feelings about that. But back then, at this point in the story, We'd spent a little time at Walmart. Me and Sam had a lot of fun. <laughs> so me, Sam, and my buddy Jake. My buddy Jake could go uh, with us, and they'd hang out at Walmart. And we, we just all had a good time. We'd go out and make weird videos and stuff. And sometimes they'd get me out of the wheelchair or out into the wheelchair and just leave me on the side of the road somewhere. And then they'd do like a drive-by and get a little video of me just kind of sitting there looking all bummed out. <laughs> so we had a lot of fun with this. We had a lot of fun with this. So the plan is the next episode here, um, I'm going to try to get Sam back on there. If I can't get her on there, she's got her kid right now. She's kind of got a weird schedule and busy lifestyle with the holiday coming up. I might just have to move on without her, but we'll see what we can do. But right now we're all out of time for this episode. And uh, I appreciate you guys allowing me to just kind of make a little intermission episode again while while in delay and limbo mode here. So anyways, y'all stay warm out there. It's getting cold. Be safe on the roads and stuff. And uh, God bless. And we will talk to you in number 74. <laughs>